This podcast may contain strong language, references of a sexual nature, and bad advice. When you've been cooped up indoors and quarantine bites, it's time for agony art. Lockdown lights. Welcome to Agony Art Lockdown Lights, the bite sized version of the Agony Art podcast in which we try to solve your problems, not with our own brain power. <laughs> no, we wouldn't manage that. But instead, by telling you how those problems were solved in the great art of our age. And when we inevitably fail to solve those problems, at least you're left with a fun reading, listening and watching list to enjoy in your spare time. Yes, once again, we've done what we've promised we would never do and started recording remotely, giving you an inferior product. Uh, It'd be interesting to see what the listeners think about this inferior product, because I've got a sneaking suspicion it's, uh, it's, it's a lot better quality than... The others. <laughs> <laughs> Liam's yeah. desperate for this to be the default format. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it be, yeah. And do you mean in content or in um, technical specs? I, I mean, like in terms of the audio quality, which is what our it's podcast all you, listeners all you care about, in. you music people, isn't it? <laughs> oh God, get over it, Liam. Podcasts aren't all about audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's Aaron. I'm an author, and I'm a an occasional reader of books. And we've got Carl, our fantastic film forager, and Liam, our meandering music maestro, here with me in our virtual studio. Say hello, lads. Hello. Hello. How are you both? Are you dealing with lockdown well? Oh, as well as we can be. Taking each day at a time. What makes yeah. it much better than it was last month is the weather. Starting to get a bit better, isn't it? Yeah. I've been having you don't want to date us, Carl. Don't reveal what the weather's like today. The weather's, <laughs> however it is, when you're listening, listener. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. We, we had some. Um, we had some snow relatively recently, and uh, yeah, that no, was that, that was, was a long time ago, Liam. A long time ago. <laughs> that was well exciting. Uh, yeah, that's we went true, out yeah. for a walk in the snow. Mm. Uh, made a mini snowman. <laughs> it's telling that that's the most exciting thing we can talk about <laughs> in, in any weather. We went out for a walk in it. It's yeah. nice. <laughs> when people say, How was your weekend? I was like, Great. I walked. <laughs> is that everyone yeah. is doing exactly the same thing at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. Like, what did you do yesterday? Well, we went for a walk. Well, that is what I was going to ask you both. How how are you filling your time during lockdown? Have you picked up any new hobbies, a pair of you? Walking. <laughs> <laughs> Liam had oh, never that's... walked before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a good one, Liam. Um, <laughs> I think you're, you're both aware of my new hobby slash obsession of um, playing Risk on my phone. Um, yeah, yeah, to a point where it's a little bit troubling. Haven't you been? Haven't you been spending real life money on Risk tokens, virtual Risk tokens? No, I did the one-off payment of twelve ninety nine. Ah, to take away ads and take away ads and unlimited uh, tokens. Um, <laughs> I, think, I mean, when you when compare I'm... that to the cost of the actual Risk board game, it's not a bad deal. No, because I've got yeah. two versions of that as well. So it's, and uh... <laughs> have you had uh, 12.99's worth of enjoyment out of it, Carl? I think I have, although it's getting to a point now where I think it is an obsession where you... So it's like an online multiplayer. You, you play people <laughs> from around the world, and I've started to recognise people I've played before. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as hobbies go, Carl, I think that's fair enough. What can we do? As we say, it's either go for a walk or do that, isn't it? I've been making sourdough bread. 
I attended a sourdough webinar yesterday for a tenner <laughs> on BBC Good Food. Best £10 I ever spent. It was that or unlocking the ads in Risk. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they did cooking webinars. That sounds like a really good idea. It was it was actually really good. I wanted to learn how to how my how to stop my sourdough from spreading out on the board and it worked. My sourdough didn't spread this weekend. Those are pretty good hobbies, guys. Your it made yours sound shit in the end, didn't it, Liam? You should walk and make sourdough and well, that, play risk that, at the same that time. That wasn't my actual answer. It was just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what have you been doing? I mean, I've got quite a lot of hobbies to the extent where I think I probably need to either quit my job in order to do them all <laughs> or just give up on some of them Liam's, um, Liam's going to regret this statement like I regret the uh, closest of friends I've got a lot of hobbies um... <laughs> <laughs> got a closed list of hobbies I don't need any new hobbies I don't hobbies. need any more yeah <laughs> <laughs> now before we begin I want to make it very clear that we're not really here to solve your life's hardest problems all of our submissions have been through extensive, rigorous testing, and they are certified 100% trivial and or fictional pickles. And our advice to these trivial or fictional pickles should almost never be followed anyway. We're only here to have fun. So if you're having a really hard time, I'd recommend hitting up our website for guidance on where you can turn. That's agonyartpodcast.com. So, with that warning out of the way, let's get on with it. Here's our first problem of the week. During lockdown, my husband and I have grown closer than ever. And now, it's got to the point where we're finishing each other's sentences and making the same jokes. On the one hand, it's nice that we're slowly becoming the same person. But on the other, I'm worried that when lockdown finally lifts and we're allowed to see people again... They'll all think we're one of those weird couples who make everyone else feel uncomfortable by being a bit too cute and close. Should we be spending more time apart, or do you think we're fine the way we're going? Should we think of a name for this person? Who gets very close to their other half, so much so that they become the same being. Buffalo Bill. <laughs> yeah? He, he like wears people. He's so <laughs> oh yeah puts the lotion on its skin <laughs> alright let's call him uh, Buff Bill for short Buff Bill <laughs> Buff Bill and his husband are growing too close who can help them go well mine's going to be short and sweet because um, it's a it's probably quite an easy film one but I couldn't think of anything so um, firstly do you know where you said uh, finish each other's sentences what, what song sprang to mind Aaron you'll get this I think it's crazy. We finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Very good. I knew you. What's that from, Liam? Uh, yeah, it really rings a bell, but I can't think of it. Is it from Frozen 2? Ah, you went for the wrong one. Did I? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Frozen um, 1. Is it Love is an Open Door? Yeah. Sticking to the Disney theme. Um, Marvel slash Disney on Disney Plus WandaVision 2021 which I know Liam's a big fan of and Aaron hasn't seen it and I'm going to avoid spoilers completely. Have you watched it Carl? I haven't watched the latest episode I'm just going to avoid spoilers in general so I don't need to spoil it with my point Okay well you um, can if you want and I'll take off my headphones you can just wave when you're done if you want 
No, I think you'll be alright. Alright. It's loose, loose plot. Alright, but if you spoil it, we're not friends anymore. Also, you've got to edit it, so that's probably not going to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I'll take my headphones off then as well. <laughs> this is... Um... <laughs> It would probably come out better, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just going to explain like the loose plot and like the overall theme, which Liam can chime in on. So it the first episode begins in the 1950s. Uh, Vision and Wanda are new to a, like a suburban neighbourhood in America, um, and they're kind of like presented as newlyweds, although they don't remember getting married or like why they're there. But they they go they go along with it like being a couple in this town and everything seems great they love they're in love um, work is going well for Vision Wanda makes friends and they seem like the real perfect couple but all isn't what it seems and I won't say what isn't what it seems but it's not and as the series progresses things um, start to unravel you know um, like their children grow up like years at a time which is uh, probably quite stressful can you imagine that. It sounds like you're getting into spoiler territory, Carl. Yeah, well, we'll stop there. I'm not going to go into that. Um, But one of the overall themes is um, Wanda's desperation for perfection to keep it the perfect life, the perfect couple. And the more she tries to cling on to that, um, the further and further away it gets. So I think that in this situation, you maybe want to not force yourself. It sounds a bit harsh, but... Um, spend some time apart and do different things like do you know spend some evenings in different rooms doing things you like doing because when we get out the other side of this where you're not together all the time you might struggle to get that perfection that you think is perfect back yeah. and might you might create a problem that wasn't a problem before um, that's true mm. you might become dependent on each other indeed that's an interesting take on it I've uh, I've gone in a different direction um, is this going to be one of your massive stretches, Liam? Um, possibly. I mean, <laughs> I'm not really sure that there's a problem here. I'm just going to come out and say it straight off the bat. So there's that bombshell. Deal with it. <laughs> Whoa! <That's, laughs> it's not the most shocking bombshell I've ever heard. <laughs> Number four will surprise you. <laughs> um, Top ten agony art bombshells. <laughs> I, I just think that if you're really happy in each other's company and you and it's all going really well why do you care what other people are going to think and um i think i think avril lavigne would agree with me in uh, in 2002 she released a song called skater boy <laughs> i wish i could talk about skater boy uh, no I'm, I'm talking about complicated and it's kind of about I mean, the original context is slightly different, but it also applies here, I think. Um, I'm thinking of it at the term of, you know, why do you have to go and make things so complicated? Why do you have to overthink it? Things are going great. But also, if you think about the original lyrics of the song, Avril Lavigne talks about this partner she has who is essentially pretending to be someone else when they're in front of other people. And you don't want to be that person because, you know, you're just going to hurt your other half if you if you do that. And they're going to start thinking, you know, you look like a fool to me. Yeah, in all your preppy clothes. Exactly. Take them off. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's simple. 
simple moral. Um, things are going well. Don't overthink it. Don't complicate things. And you're probably going to be happy. That wasn't that much of a stretch. I'm proud of you, Liam. <laughs> well done, Liam. <laughs> Liam did something well. <laughs> I loved Avril Lavigne when she first came out. And I miss her. I want <laughs> Avril Lavigne back in my life. And I have revisited all that recently. Those years of our lives. And bought Tony Hawk's 1 and 2. The <laughs> oh, remaster. <laughs> And I love that game. Is it no good now? Don't tell me it's no good now. Yeah, I just, oh. I'm disappointed by it. I was like, oh, I can't wait. Then I started playing it and I was like, this is boring. I think it's crazy that you look at the old old games like that and when you played them the first time, there was like this real buzz of, oh, this is so new. Look at the graphics, they're amazing. And then you look <laughs> yeah. back on them and it's like, why did we ever think this looked good? <laughs> I, know. I, know. I bought an N64 for like 120 quid just to play Goldeneye again. <laughs> I was like, oh no <laughs> This is terrible <laughs> uh, Well yeah, maybe there isn't a problem, Liam Maybe you're right And as um, Buff Bill says Maybe it's not a problem That he and his husband are getting like this And they can just keep going that way But I'm going to suggest something here Now, in William Wilson by Edgar Allan Poe William Wilson meets a boy who looks just like him and he acts like him, and he's even got the same birthday as him. And I think it turns out that he's even got the same name. And this other kid, called William Wilson, follows him through his whole life, thwarting all of his plans. Like, I think at one point he um, wants to sleep with a married woman, and this other William Wilson's like, eh, maybe you shouldn't do that. And oh stuff like that. So yeah, exactly. He's just like, watch it. he's looking out for him, really, but... William Wilson resents him so much in the end that he stabs him to death. And the suggestion we get from that is that maybe you do need a break from each other because, you know, if you spend too much time around someone and you get too close and it becomes uh, kind of too close an atmosphere, maybe resentment can start to form. And, you know, maybe you'll end up stabbing each other to death. Now, in the story... When he stabs his double, he looks down and finds that he himself is bleeding. So I think the implication is that the other kid was actually his conscience. And that when he killed him, he was actually killing himself. Because the plans that he was thwarting were always a bit naughty, like, you know, sleeping with a married woman. So uh, that bit isn't really applicable to you, Buff Bill. But the rest... Liam, do you remember when a boy... Joined our primary school with the same name as me. I do, yeah. You didn't kill him, did you? No. (laughs) Do you see him now? (laughs) (laughs) He was my conscience. (laughs) Well, he had a different name, but then he changed his surname to the same name as mine. What, to be like you? I don't really know. Are we we going back into single white female territory? (laughs) I think we are. (laughs) And he grabbed my puppy, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's very strange. I had to be known by as uh, Carl D with my middle name instead of. That's a bit out of order. You were the original Carl. He should have had the different name. You, you just doxed me, didn't you? <laughs> you did. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'll beat that out. Yeah. <laughs> Carl. Beep. <laughs> You're right though. Yeah, I was the original, and I remember coming back yeah. from holiday, and he was there when I come back from holiday, and um, my friends were like, "Carl, Carl, there's a new Carl," and I went, "I'm the real Carl." <laughs> I, remember, I remember it vividly as a six-year-old <laughs> I remember it when we first started secondary school Because at primary school me and Carl didn't really know each other that well And we became good friends in like secondary school 
Did we? And <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, we did, we did. And and I uh, I told Carl that uh, I actually thought that he wasn't Carl, the original Carl, and he was outraged. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the first time you sort of went on a friendship break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, stopped, we started spending time apart. You know, just. To... <laughs> I nearly spoke about the double by Dostoevsky in this, but I remembered that in a previous episode, I talked about the Richard Ayoade film. Don't know if you remember that episode. Was, Carl won't because was it, wasn't it uh, called the Substitute? Is that right? No, it was called the Double. Oh, the film was called the Double. Yeah, oh, okay. it's really good as well. That's how much I remember. So I recommend that again. <laughs> <laughs> I probably uh, said so, it last time, but I'll say it again. I didn't know Richard Iwadi did directing. You did say that. I do remember that. You did say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're so out of examples that we're treading old ground. Um, so has anyone got anything anything they want to say before we wrap up for Buff Bill? Uh, I, I would just go back to my original point. Unless there is a problem, I, I wouldn't take any action. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. All right, Buff Bill, you keep going the way you're going. Unless resentment starts to build, in which case, spend some time in a different room recording a podcast with your friends. That's a great idea. A ranger came arranging to Old Town one fine day. The town so came to meet him, they heard what he had to say. He said, I hear this town's got problems, some outlaws on the run. And I've come to solve these problems With my problem gun Word soon got to these outlaws About a ranger new in town And they soon came out of hiding To put this ranger down They laughed when they first saw him Beneath the high noon sun But he soon stopped them from laughing With his problem gun Problem gun, problem gun Yeah, the ranger solved their problems With his problem gun Problem two, second problem of the week, let's go My pet parrot knows some very rude phrases that my family finds hilarious Problem is, I can't attend a Zoom call without my parrot shouting, SHIT ON IT! <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> the age-old problem. <laughs> I think you can get TikTok famous off of this. That's true, yeah. Start up a TikTok account. Does uh, does TikTok famous pay good money? I doubt it. I always think that about um, Instagram influencers. Like, they get given free shit, like, I don't know... Uh, skincare treatments and uh, fucking uh, books to review for instance because I follow a lot of book reviewers and stuff but you don't get paid for that shit do you so is it really worth it mm. yeah. selling your soul to the gram but it's you... probably quite a lot of effort to um, get free skincare stuff isn't it like it does unless it becomes currency one day it seems uh <laughs> Not worth it. In a post-apocalyptic land where we trade hand cream <laughs> and jobs. <laughs> um, now I'm going to tell you an interesting fact, guys, and 
I didn't know this. I'm a big Batman fan, as I think we all are. We're all Batman fans. Are you a yeah. Batman fan, Liam? Oh yeah, big Batman fan. I've got some. Uh, I've got some Batman comics up on my shelf just here. Now, Batman's had quite a few sidekicks, as we know, and some of them have been just as embarrassing as this parrot. <laughs> Jason Todd is an example. I didn't know this, but he was so bad and so unpopular with the fans that in 1988, oh, Jason Todd was one of the Robins, by the way, after Dick Grayson. He was so bad that in 1988, they held a telephone poll to decide his fate, and the fans actually voted to kill him off. Wow. He was, um, it was part of the Death in the Family storyline by Jim Starlin and Jim Apero. And Jason Todd was beaten and burned by the Joker and left to die. And the fans were voting on whether he survived or not. That is pretty bad, isn't it? Robin <laughs> has to be pretty unpopular for him to be voted to be killed by the fans. Yeah, that is brutal. I have such yeah. little faith in humanity that I can imagine if that was a real real life scenario, people would still vote to kill him. <laughs> isn't there a... Um... Oh, was it... A Darren Brown episode or a um or a Black Mirror episode where that is kind of the premise. Is it? I think there I think there's something like that. Probably I'll both. find out before I put the episode notes together. But I only realised about two weeks ago that uh, Black Mirror is referring to your phone. Is it? Yeah. I, think so. I thought it was just a dark reflection of the world. No, if you like turn your phone off, it's black in the reflection. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's not. Maybe I made that up. No, I think um it. I think I've not even watched it. I think Charlie Brooker referenced that in an interview at some point, because I remember hearing that as well. Okay. Anyway, my point is, uh, all the Batman and Robin shit, Jason Todd. (laughs) Jason Todd uh, was killed off by the fans. He returned in 2005 as the Red Hood, who is basically a villain in the Batman world. And my point is... So they didn't even honour the fans' decision? (laughs) No. (laughs) few years later, they're like, oh, fuck that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your parrot might become unpopular with the fans. I completely forgot that there was a parrot the one corner was. (laughs) Your parrot sidekick might become unpopular, but I think you should be loyal to him because even if he's embarrassing and even if he's unpopular with the fans, stay by his side or he might turn to a life of crime and become the Red Hood. It's possible. <laughs> Probable. And, no, in fact, for parrots, the only life of crime course of action is becoming Iago, really, isn't it? <laughs> That's true, yeah. Problems with your daughter! <laughs> what? <laughs> Shit on it! <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got. I've got. It's uh, technically a book because it's a comic book. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that. You. I, I mean, I'm I'm along the same lines with you there a little bit. Um, not not that he'll resort to a life of crime, but I think there's a bit of sensuous. I think there's a bit of sense. Oh fuck! <laughs> I don't know what I just want to say. Sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> <Sensitivity. laughs> I think there's a bit of censorship going on here. Um, you know, this your parrot is a is a living conscious being, and if it wants to express itself in this way, then you know, just just let it be. Why not listen to it? And uh, there's a group called the Rivingtons, 
from. I, I uh, thought your song was going to be "Let It Be." Then <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of that. That might be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a group called the Rivingtons who released a song in 1963, um, and. They would recommend that you listen to the parrot because their song was called "The Bird's the Word." Uh. Um, <laughs> so I did a bit of research about this song because I didn't really know much about it. And um, this version that I'm talking about here isn't the version that probably you've heard, which made you go, "Ah, oh, okay." In the Sopranos, what? <laughs> Family guy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you were trying to anger me on purpose, were you? I think, I think that was a throwback, wasn't it? To, uh, yeah. Um, so when it was first released, this first version, it wasn't actually that popular. It only got to number 52 in the US. But it was made much more popular later that year um, when a, another group called The Trashmen, uh, quite outrageously, they took the Rivington's previous single, which was called Papa Um Mamau, and... Um, mashed it up with Birds of the Word and released it as their their own new song called Surfing Bird, which got to number four. And initially, the the Trashmen's drummer and vocalist, whose name was Steve Wara, I think, uh, was credited as a songwriter. And after a while, the Rivington's lawyers were like, hmm, wait a minute, I'm, I think we actually wrote this song. Uh, so eventually they uh, they took him to court and uh, and got credited as the official writers. And yeah, as as you mentioned, this song became uh, was notably featured on Family Guy in 2008 in the episode I Dream of Jesus, and that resulted in a rechart in both the UK and the US, and I think, if I remember rightly, it did better than it did the first time around. That's the complete opposite intention of what Family Guy had, like it's meant to be the most annoying song in the world, and it <laughs> made it popular. <laughs> yeah, but look at Baby Shark, Carl. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um... What is the point, though, Liam? Well, the point is next next time <laughs> someone the bird is the word. Next time someone reprimands your parrot for bad language, the, just say the bird is the word. Well, yeah, the Rivingtons <laughs> would suggest you turn the spotlight on them and ask, "Don't you know that the bird's the word?" <laughs> <laughs> this is a new low. It really is. <laughs> You've got the easiest job out of all three of us because it takes about three minutes to listen to a song. Liam wrote Bird into Spotify <laughs> okay, for the I, first song. I, I challenge you to find a better example for this problem. <laughs> you didn't even ask us about this one. You asked us about an easy one. <laughs> um, so, my example is a different take to you guys. Um, Babe from 1995, directed by Chris Noonan. Um, I'm going to read the like the marketing blurb for babe because it just explains it terrifically okay so so strap yourself in babe is the inspirational story of a shy yorkshire piglet who doesn't quite know his place in the world i've got baby in the studio but when farmer hoggett wins him at the county fair babe discovers that he can be anything he wants to be even an award-winning sheepdog with the help of a delightful assortment of barnyard friends, the heroic little pig is headed for the challenge of his life in this endearing and fun-filled tale the whole family will love. So imagine that in the um, coming this summer voice. <laughs> um, I used to love this film. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes, Carl. <laughs> okay. What are you saying? So, the parrot can be whatever it wants to be. 
wait a minute, don't jump the gun. All right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so as you like, Babe becomes the adopted child of a family of sheepdogs on the farm and decides, you know, that's a pretty good career. I want to be a sheepdog or a sheep pig. Classically, um, you know, based on the book The Sheep Pig by Dicking Smith. Um, but the dogs rule by fear. They scare the sheep into doing what they want. Whereas Babe, he's not rude. It's not in his nature to be scary. So he takes another tack and he's polite and he asks the sheep to do things, which is, um, you know, something the sheep respond really well to. So he just says, sheep, would you mind going to that pen over there? And off they go. Um, and the sheep are very happy that there's this new polite little sheep pig around. So my point really is, if a piglet can learn to be a sheep pig, perhaps the parrot can learn to help with your work. <laughs> the parrot they... can attend these calls for you. Yeah. And you can go off and have a fun day. Exactly, yeah. The parrot could, you know, if the parrot's, the parrot must have been listening to what's going on, so it probably knows what you're trying to achieve, your project, or your strategy. <laughs> so just perch him in front of the laptop and see what he can do. Um, so um, we've got this major deliverable coming up in three weeks, guys. Uh, Steve, are you going to be able to meet that? Shit on it! <laughs> Great, Steve. I love that candle. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I see your point, Carl. I've got a couple of um, facts about Babe, which are quite interesting. Um, this crushed me when I learned this, that 48 piglets were used for shooting. I thought there was one well, they shot little them. pig. No, they were. <laughs> <laughs> I was desperate for there just to be a little pig that was so talented, yeah. uh, but there's and could of them. speak. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, each of these forty-eight little piglets had to have a little like toupee attached to their heads. And, um, Did, does Babe uh, have a toupee? I don't remember that. He's got a little toupee. <laughs> he's got a full head of hair, Liam. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google this. He's got a man bun, pig bun, <laughs> pork bun. Um, USA pork sales dropped 20% after its release and Quentin Tarantino called Babe one of his favourite films of 1995 mm. uh, okay, so Google... Quentin Tarantino that's quite <laughs> remarkable Yeah, go- googling Babe brings up some interesting results maybe that wasn't the best idea <laughs> <laughs> you didn't google sexy Babe did you <laughs> <laughs> Babe with little hair <laughs> he does. He does have a little toupee. I never noticed that before. <laughs> so yeah, retrain your parrot to do your work. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a good tactic. It's risky though, but we'll see if it pays off. Let us know. Uh, so we've got Carl says, train your parrot to do your job for you. Trying not to use any swear words as he goes. <laughs> Nationals go out. <laughs> Liam says, uh, "The bird is the word," <laughs> and I say, "The bird is the word as well." Stand by your parrot. I think if we're talking about helpful advice, I I think Carl's kind of on the right track, and the answer is probably categorically teach your parrot some different phrases. And they might be phrases yeah. that are work-related so that your colleagues mm. are a bit more impressed and a bit less disgusted when it says, Next slide, please! <laughs> <laughs> I think that idea lacks the ambition of what, I was, of what I was going for, though, Liam. Yeah, which was train your parrot to be a sheep dog. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. 
<laughs> Into the pen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pretty good, guys. I think we've done a good job of absolutely murdering that problem. <laughs> well, that's what we're going for with this podcast, isn't it? Pretty good content. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think we're out of examples for that problem and out of examples for the week. So that's all we got time for today. Check the episode notes or agonyartpodcast.com to find links to all the media that we mentioned today and for a link to the Agony Art Spotify playlists where you can listen to all of the songs. If you've got a problem you'd like us to attempt to solve, you can reach us on our group Instagram and Twitter accounts at Agony Art Podcast or on the submissions page on our website. I would like to thank our regnant <laughs> Our regnants. <laughs> I would like to thank our resident agony aunts for their contributions. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Liam. You're welcome. And thank you for listening. We will be back next week with more problems to muddle our way through and more entertainment for you to check out. See ya! Ah! Bye. But I'd suggest keep it light Cause their advice can be shite And they won't be held liable Oh no, not at all Not here But agony are Agony are